Welcome to NBA Talk with Isaac Wolf. I am your host, Isaac Wolf. I'm sorry we did not get an episode out yesterday. Uh, I forgot it was a holiday. Um, with that being said, I want to start off with some free agent signings that I have uh, heard about since our last episode. Markeith Morris and the Pistons agreed to a two-year deal. Darius Miller is returning to the Pelicans on a two-year $14 million deal. Rodney McGruder signed a three-year $15 million deal with the Clippers. Uh, Willie Coley-Stein signed a one-year deal with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Anthony Tolliver signed a deal with the Trailblazers worth $2.6 million over one year. TJ McConnell agreed to a two-year $7 million contract with the Pacers. Emmanuel Moutier signed a one-year deal with the Jazz. Jeff Green signed for one year and $2.5 million with the Jazz. Brad Wanamaker will rejoin the Celtics on a one-year contract. Uh, Daniel Tice will as well, except it's uh, his deal is two years and $10 million. Glenn Robinson agreed to join the Warriors uh, for two years. Jake Lehman uh, was acquired by the Timberwolves in a sign-in trade. His contract is three years, $11 million. Raul Nato uh, is joining the 76ers. Wilson Chandler will be signing with the Nets. Noah Vonley uh, is signing with the Timberwolves on a one-year deal. The Bulls are bringing back Ryan Archidiakono on a three-year, $9 million deal. The Sixers re-signed James Ennis to a two-year, $4.1 million deal. Uh, the Mavericks are bringing back Dorian Finney-Smith for three years and $12 million. The 76ers uh, added Kyle O'Quinn, and Nerlens Noel is going to re-sign with the Thunder. Michael Carter-Williams agreed to a one-year deal with the Magic. Maxi Kleba re-signed with Dallas for four years and $35 million. Rashawn Holmes signed for two years and $10 million with the Sacramento Kings. Luke Cornett signed a two-year deal with the Bulls. Uh, Maurice Harkless, uh, we just found out after being traded to the Heat for Hassan Whiteside, is on his way to the Clippers. Um, and after acquiring them in the KD D'Lo sign and trade, the Warriors are sending Shabazz Napier and Travion Graham to the Timberwolves. The Memphis Grizzlies uh, recently traded Kyle Korver and Javon Carter to the Suns in exchange for Josh Jackson, DeAnthony Melton, and two for two second-round picks. Um, Kyle Korver is expected to be bought out by the Suns, um, and the Lakers, Sixers, and Bucks, I believe, are the three teams that are most interested in him uh, once he receives that buyout. But the Grizzlies are making some moves right now, uh, some smart ones at that. I like what they're doing. They just um, gave away Kyle Korver and Javon Carter, two guys. Uh, Javon Carter was probably going to be developed eventually into a backup point guard for John Morant. Um, but my expectation is that is that the Grizzlies will re-sign DeLon Wright, so there's not really room for Javon there. Um, Kyle Korver is probably a guy they wouldn't have used too much because they have an overload at the shooting guard small forward position. Um, so they got Josh Jackson, a very young player, very talented player from Kansas um, in that deal. So that's a, that's the Grizzlies are, are having a really good offseason. They really are. Despite losing Conley and Gasol this year, the Grizzlies um, – have made for made up for it by making some really smart decisions in that front office. I want to get to Ben Simmons. Uh, the Sixers have offered him a five-year, $170 million max extension. I said $168 million a couple days ago, uh, but because of the new salary cap, uh, it is around $170 million now. Um, there are questions surrounding him and his jump shot jump shot so the question becomes is he worth a max contract 
Uh, look, Simmons is a terrific passer, very explosive in transition, and can finish well when he gets to the rim, which he does often. Um, and he's a good defender, too. He can switch one through five, very versatile. But obviously, his jump shot is an area of concern. Not only is he a great shooter, or excuse me, not only is, is he not a great shooter, uh, he won't even take the shots. He won't even take them. Uh, during last year's playoffs, Simmons did not attempt one shot from 15 feet or farther. The Sixers played 12 games. He did not take one shot from 15 feet or farther. And look, in the regular season, he'll be an all-star. But in the playoffs, I just don't see this working. You can hack a Ben, you know, because he shot 58% from the free throw line. Your point guard shooting 58% from the free throw line is just not normal. The biggest problem I have with this is that he won't even attempt those shots. He's not trying. Uh, he's not trying to improve or work on his game, on the court at least. You know, guys like Giannis, uh, he, takes, he takes those shots. He takes the three-point shot, and while he's not a great three-point shooter, he only made about 25% of his threes last year, at least he's attempting them. He still shoots it, showing the fact that he wants to improve. He wants to get better, and he will get better if he continues to shoot more and more and more from the outside. So when it comes to that, if he never does truly expand his range, expand his game on the court, then I believe he'll always be a tier below those guys like Giannis who show effort on the court in improving their game. And I'm not saying that I know for sure he doesn't work on improving that jump shot. I'm not saying that he doesn't give effort. But it just doesn't appear to me that way because he refuses to take them in-game. Uh, so is the max extension worth it? Maybe, but it could be a gamble right now with how young he is, knowing what his jump shot is and not knowing what it could be uh, in the future. I want to move on to Kawhi Leonard. He still has yet to make a decision. Uh, the Athletic reported that Kawhi might not make a decision for a few days while he and his representatives are taking their time. Uh, we saw the news station in Toronto follow what could have been Kawhi. We saw the plane land. He, uh, he got out of the plane into the SUV, and that same SUV went to a hotel. Uh, that was supposedly where he was meeting with the Raptors. Again, we cannot confirm uh, that this was Kawhi. We just assume it was. Uh, there were a ton of fans standing outside of that hotel. Um, Toronto was really, really hoping they can retain Kawhi. This decision is such a huge one, not just for him, but for the entire league. No matter where he goes, he will shift the balance of power in the league. If he re-signs with Toronto, then that balances out the East a little bit. Puts Toronto back up top um, in that Eastern Conference, up there with Philly and Milwaukee for next season. But if he joins the West, that will completely, completely overload that conference with talent. We know they already have a ton of it. Paul George and Russell Westbrook in Oklahoma City. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson... Draymond Green, now D'Angelo Russell uh, in Golden State, James Harden and Chris Paul in Houston, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum in Portland, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley in Utah. You know, all those teams. Um, and then if he joins the Lakers, he joins LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And that just completely overloads that Western Conference with talent. Um... A good amount of people got their deals done first. Um, got these. They got their deals done in the first about like 30 minutes, it seemed, uh, after they were allowed to. 
say where they were going, basically. Um, however, there are still quality players on the board waiting to see what Kawhi does. His teammate Danny Green is still there. Marcus Morris, JaVale McGee, Quinn Cook, Rajon Rondo, Jabari Parker, uh, even DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, while I don't believe that his decision is depending on where Kawhi goes, the point is there's still a lot of guys available. And uh, they don't want to make their decision until the balance of the league is decided, basically. One player, an entire league watching and waiting for his decision. I believe he has met with all three of his teams uh, that he was going to meet with the Lakers, Clippers, and the Raptors. It's just a matter of when he makes that final decision. I want to talk about his fit or uh, what it would look like uh, with each of those teams uh, if he were to join them, starting with the Lakers. If you go to LA, you're joining LeBron and Anthony Davis. You ultimately become the title favorite for next year. You have three top six players in the league. How do you compete with that? Two guys who are perennial candidates for defensive player of the year if they're healthy and play the entire season. And obviously LeBron James, we know who he is. We know he's one of the greatest of all time. The only problem is, if he joins LA, one of those guys, who I said, are all top six players in the league. One of them is going to have to take the back seat. They can't all be their normal selves. It just doesn't work that way. Even in Miami, Chris Bosh, who isn't Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a better player than Chris Bosh was. Even he had to take a step back. Dwayne Wade did too, and obviously Dwayne Wade is not Kawhi Leonard either. So imagine if Kawhi goes there, one, two, or maybe even all three of them will have to take a step back. Which I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can. I'd have to see it to believe it. However, if one is willing, it's probably going to be Kawhi. You know, he's a humble superstar. I just, I can just see him as the one guy willing to take a step back. LeBron and AD can't, okay? They just can't. They have been so used to being the guy their entire career. They're so talented that I just don't see it working out that way. Kawhi played with Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili in San Antonio, and he knows what it's like to play as a team. He knows what he has to do in order to help the team win. Um, and arguably, if Kawhi joins that team, he's probably, he might be the second best player on that team. But he could... I really don't know, but I just don't see him as the main option on that team. Just because LeBron and Anthony Davis have never taken a step back and let other people do things in their careers. Like, honestly. Um... They got to be the two in control, you know? Those guys, I just don't think won't, but you never know. With the Clippers, you are joining a rock-solid team from top to bottom, okay? The ownership, the coaching staff, the players. Heck, even the Waterboys are probably, like, amazing. That team is very well run. However, I don't think it makes you a title favorite. Because even with yourself joining a 48-win team from last year, I just don't think there's enough around you to compete with the big boys of the Western Conference. The Lakers, the Jazz. Okay, the Jazz are going to be real good next year. I'm telling you right now. I love what they have been doing in free agency um, and what they did with the Mike Conley trade. Um, but like I said, I just don't think he would have enough around him to get through the West in the playoffs next year. At least if you're with the Lakers, regardless of who you sign after that, you have you still have LeBron and Anthony Davis. With L.A., you have Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell, which is not LeBron and Anthony Davis. Um, 
But we know playoff Kawhi. We know what he can do in April, May, and June. So don't completely count him out if he goes to the Clippers. Just saying. And then there's the Toronto Raptors. This is the argument that I have uh, been giving Kawhi that he should stay in Toronto. This is the team he just won an NBA championship with. They still have all their pieces from last year. Gasol opted into the last year of his contract. Uh, and nobody else uh, left except for Danny Green. Danny Green is still on the board. Um, but my guess, um, he's the player most affected by the Kawhi decision at this point, in my opinion. Because from what I'm hearing, it sounds like he'll do what the opposite of what Kawhi does. Uh, if Kawhi comes back to Toronto... Um, it looks like Danny Green will be looking for more money elsewhere. Uh, potentially the Mavericks are looking as a good destination for him right now. Um, but if he does, if Kawhi does not return to Toronto, Danny Green might come back because he can get a little bit more money for the same from the same team. Um, uh, so Danny Green might not be back next year. Uh, let's just say he's not back. Uh, he is a big part of the team over. He is someone they can probably find someone to replace with. Like a Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook is still out there. Um, he and Vin Vliet could be a uh, very good backcourt. Uh, both of them can play off ball. Um, they can be a really good backcourt off the bench. Uh, but nonetheless, the majority of the team's core is back. And it should be ready to make another deep playoff run and maybe finals appearance for a second straight year if you rejoin them. I say stay in Toronto because you have a whole country behind you, which is some, that is something special. Uh, you have a chance to run it back, which I believe you can do with great success. So we will see what happens with Kawhi Leonard. He has yet to make a decision. The decision may not come for a little while, but I respect that he is taking his time and really thinking this through. I believe he will do what he believes is best for him. His legacy is already solidified. He's a two-time Finals MVP. He knocked out LeBron James Miami Heat, who were going for a three-peat that year. And he just knocked out Steph Curry and Kevin Durant's Golden State Warriors, who were also going for a three-peat last year, last season. So, his legacy is solidified. This doesn't... He can go wherever he wants. I don't feel like there is a specific spot where he has to go in order to prove himself. He has proven everything that he needs to prove already. He's already, if he retired this day, if Kawhi Leonard retired today, he would be in the Hall of Fame. He's that good. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Um, but really, this is up to Kawhi. This is Kawhi's decision fully. Um, and he doesn't need to go where people think he should go. Uh, to help his legacy, because his legacy is already solidified. To wrap up today, uh, this day in NBA history, in 1992, the Dream Team won the final game of the Basketball Tournament of the Americas against Venezuela, 127-80. to That is a 47-point victory margin. Margin of victory. Team USA won all six games uh, in that basketball tournament by averaging... Uh, a margin of victory of 51 and a half points. That is what you call complete domination. Uh, happy birthday to Ish Smith. We will be back with a podcast on Monday. Hopefully Kawhi makes his decision this weekend. Um, but 
the reality is he probably will not because he is really thinking this through. Um, but we will be back on Monday.